The following podcast is for general information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard or delay seeking medical advice due to the content of this podcast. Welcome to This Senio Life. I am your host, Jay. Thank you for listening. So today, I want to talk about something we probably all face at some point or another, especially when we have a goal in mind or a destination we want to get to in life. So you want to ace that class, graduate from school, get that promotion, win over the man or woman of your dreams, get your hair looking nice, your body in shape, travel to a destination you've dreamed of, so on and so forth. But no matter what you do, you can't quite get there. Your GPA is slightly too low. You can't walk because you didn't take that one class. Your coworker got the job instead of you. Your hair is falling out. You quit your diet, you're friend zoned, and you missed your flight. Failure is a part of life. We all experience failure at one point or another, and experiencing it at any time in our lives is pretty much inevitable. Life doesn't always go the way we want it to, and sometimes it doesn't go the way we need it to. But how we react, how we deal with failure, is the important part. Now, the specifics of how we deal with failure depends on the situation. I'll get to that in a second. But the core principle behind how we deal with failure is this. We need to get back up, learn from the experience, and keep moving forward. So back in the day, I went to a small Catholic all-girls high school. It was the kind of place where everybody knew you and everybody knew your business. When I was in high school, my friends had significant others while I didn't. And I got a lot of shit for that. Other things too, but definitely my dating life, or lack thereof, that was a big one. I wanted to be like my friends and have a boy on my arm but I was a chunky, freckle-faced redhead with no confidence. I knew how to get rejected, but I didn't know how to get a guy to actually like me. I was convinced I would be single forever. When I was a senior in high school, I met a guy at my after-school job that I started dating. We'll call him Dirk. Dirk was a year younger and two grades behind me. He had blonde hair and hazel green eyes, and it was kind of funny. I like the sense of humor. So I started going out with this guy and we became an item. And I was like, I made it. Y'all can't talk about me anymore because I have a boyfriend now. Well, pretty quickly, the stuff I liked about Dirk became the stuff I didn't like anymore. His sense of humor was cool until I became the constant butt of his jokes. I liked that he seemed bad boyish and liked to have a good time, but he lied too much. He didn't keep his commitments. I mean, he had his mom tell me he didn't want to go to my senior prom just a week before it was happening. He barely wanted to claim me as his girlfriend in front of his friends. And he had a pretty bad substance abuse problem. The thing was, getting mixed up with Dirk 
could have gotten me in a lot of trouble. And I don't just mean trouble with my parents. I remember one time I was driving on a major street on my side of town with Dirk and a couple of friends. It was in the evening and the area we were cruising in was pretty rough. It was an area I wasn't as familiar with. It wasn't the kind of place I would hang around if I were by myself or with my friends, but I hung out there a lot because of Dirk. So anyway, we're riding around and the gas tank got low and I needed gas. So I pull into a gas station, I get out of the car to walk into the station and prepay for the gas. I get maybe a few feet from the door and through smudged windows and glass door, I see a figure holding a gun to the clerk's head. So I slowly turned around, walked back to my car, got in and sped off. As I'm telling Dirk and our buddies what happened and looking for another gas station, it dawns on me that if the gunman had seen me, I could have died. I was at the wrong place at the wrong time, and I wouldn't have been in that wrong place if it wasn't for my relationship with Dirk. I started feeling like my relationship with Dirk was like prison. It was my first relationship, but it definitely wasn't what I wanted a relationship to be like. That year, I graduated valedictorian of my high school class, and I was going to Ohio State on scholarship. I was someone with a lot of potential, a very nice girl, as people would say. Even his parents thought I was too good for him. But he treated me as if him dating me was doing me a favor. So why stay with him? Because I was afraid of failure. Failing in front of my parents. Failing in front of my friends. Failing in front of my frenemies and enemies. I would rather deal with a toxic relationship than fail and be seen as a failure. And that's not a good place to be. The drugs didn't do it. Him calling me piggy didn't do it. Him not claiming me didn't do it. Him backing out of my prom didn't do it. My family and friends hating him didn't do it. Him cheating on me didn't do it. What did it was a still small voice. In college, I got involved in campus ministry, and on a retreat that winter, I had an amazing spiritual experience. Through that experience early in my faith, I heard God saying to me, you should break up with Dirk. And as soon as I made it back to campus from the retreat, I called Dirk and broke up with him. From that experience, I learned a lot of things. Pride can make you do strange things, like stay with somebody that you had no business being with in the first place. Pride could have gotten me killed. I also learned that there are times when the best response to failure is to let it go and move on with life. Now, if you follow me on Instagram at jgetswoll, you know that I'm in the middle of a major weight loss. At the time of this recording, I've lost over 85 pounds, though I still have a long way to go. But what you might not know is that this isn't the first time I've attempted to lose weight. I was put on diets from the time I was around 7 years old. I was put on the Thin Kids diet. Thin Kids was a low-fat diet book marketed to parents worried about their pudgy children. This was before the rise in obesity in the U.S. I was about 15 to 20 pounds overweight at the time, so chunky but not like what people would think of as a fat kid these days. So I'm a diet veteran. I've been on and off of them for 30 years. What would generally happen is that I would get on a diet, I'd start to lose about 10 pounds, then I'd stall. I'd be in a stall for about a month or two or three, then I would give up. 
because you know what? My body hates me and it wants me to stay fat. So I would stop dieting and I would gain the weight back plus about 10 or 20 pounds. And the cycle of weight control failure would continue. After nearly 30 years, I found a way I could lose a significant amount of weight and incorporate it into my actual lifestyle. Nowadays, the way I look at it, when I stall, I'm now able to approach it analytically and with patience. I make sure I check what I'm eating and be sure I'm tracking accurately to see if I'm not messing up somewhere. I work to eat at home more. I incorporate more activity. If that doesn't do it, I don't give up anymore. I just wait it out. The scale usually changes if I just wait. The thing is, I have years and years of failure behind me. And each failure got me here. Yes, it got me heavier than I ever thought I'd get. But it got me to the point that I was able to find success. My health and quality of life was worth continuing to try. Some goals are worth fighting for. Failure is an opportunity to learn, evaluate what we truly want and need, and move forward. Don't be afraid to fail, because it's much better than not trying at all. Thank you for listening to This Zennial Life. I'm Jay. Follow me on Instagram at jgetswole. Follow the show at This Zennial Life, Twitter at This Zennial Life, and check out our website at thisenniallife.wordpress.com. Here's to living our best life. Have a great week and be back here next time.